0: Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my brother, my brother Alex. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing
1: good. Besides this pimple I have in my nose, that
0: in your nose or on the
1: no, it's in my nose, it's bro. Inside, like so. On the way here, I'm constantly looking at the at the rearview mirror because I feel like I have a fucking big ass booger in my nose, and I don't.
0: It's just a pimple.
1: It's just a pimple. So I go like this to to take it out because I think it's a... It feels like a booger. And then I I kind of squeeze it by accident with my nail. And that shit just brings me to tears.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everything that has... Why is that, right? Like, if you get hit in the nuts, it doesn't bring you to tears unless you get hit really hard. Yeah. It, It just hurts real bad. But your nose, if you get a pimple or... Fucking nose hair! Oh my god! Is it? Is it? Why is it that? Is it because it's so close to your eyes m- maybe. that it makes you tear? Yeah, I mean, if, but you, I, mean, if, if you I get, get punched get in the, if I get hit in the ear, it doesn't make my eyes tear. Yeah, but nobody
1: ever goes to hit you in the ear unless you're I'm like a UFC defense. fighter or a boxer. you no,
0: used to it. <laughs> no, I got clapped up in the ear. I told that story on the, uh, on the uh, on the live episode. The when, when uh, Ken and I mm-hmm. watched the UFC about my my first fight. <clears throat> I've never told you this story. No, and I'm, I must have missed that. So I'll tell it again. Uh, <clears throat> so I was a kid, and we had gone shopping. This was before you were born. I was probably like six or seven years old, mm-hmm. and I'd been in some scraps in school, but nothing serious. And <clears throat> we we were at the grocery store, and mom and dad let me wander around. And I got into a bit of a dust-up with a kid, right? And he was a little bit older than me. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to my parents. I told my dad. My dad, like, I mean, if you want to fight, go fight. Right. I was like, all right. Cool. thinking, all right, I'm not going to get in trouble for fighting. I'm going to go. So I went and I confronted the kid. You know, the kid walked up to me and, you know, I walked up to him and, you know, I I used to watch boxing with dad all the time, right? right. So I thought it was going to be like someone was going to ring a bell <laughs> and officially start this, start this fight, right? Man, as soon as I got close enough to that kid, he swung around house, clapped me in the ear, and ran away. Damn,
1: what a sissy.
0: Yeah. So then I went back to my dad and I was kind of, I wasn't crying, but I was... Borderline. Borderline, right? And my dad, well, you're a dumbass. What were you waiting for? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and my dad's like, hey, man, in a street fight, the fight starts when he is within arm's length of you. Right. When he's close enough to hit you, that's when the fight starts. I've never forgotten that. And, in fact, when I was in college one time, I got in a fight, and it was the same thing. You some guy wait for the bell? Some guy approached me, and I told him, I said, you come any closer, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. <laughs> and as soon as he was within arm's reach... I knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> you didn't wait for the bell to ring? No. No, I learned my lesson. That's one of those lessons when I was, you know, six or seven that I learned and never forgot.
1: The I think the worst beating I ever took was so fast. I got hit with, believe it or not, I got hit. And so in 93, mom and I were going, 95, We were going, we were going to, we were getting ready to go to Italy, Mm -hmm. right, and uh, the day before I get into a fight with some kids around the neighborhood, with some Italian kids who uh, come to find out later in life, one of them was a star in the Bronx Tale. He was slick, the one with the, yeah, with the, with the, you know, with the, Comb back hair, right? All mm-hmm. little Yeah. And uh, I got hit on my temple right here mm-hmm. with a fucking bat. <gasps> I
0: didn't know the story. Yeah. I well, I, well, I
1: didn't tell nobody the story. <laughs> Especially mom. Because no. the next day, I have to sit with her in a, on a plane. And I don't know if she's sitting on the left of me or to the right of me. I have to go home after this. Dude, I blacked out. I mean, he didn't hit me like square on. But he hit me good enough for me to... Fall on my knees And completely see green Green? Yeah, I was uh, Yeah, instead of blacked out I greened out I just remember green. seeing green And like a green screen Right Yeah, it was great And so th- That was like the worst I was scared I don't know if I was more scared
0: <laughs> I mean He hit you with like a, a full Aluminum size, aluminum bat full size aluminum yes. bat Yes
1: Aluminum bat Okay So I don't know if so, I'm
0: So the The lesson should be the fight starts <laughs> well when they're close enough to hit you with whatever they may have in their hand <laughs> well look
1: for me the fight started and it ended all at the same time <laughs> so uh, thank god i guess they felt sorry for, i don't know dude i just remember going on my knees and falling down and just seeing green
0: now why did, well, how, why did you get into a fight we we
1: we, we we just Sometimes you just mess with the wrong people. Yeah, I guess. You know? I guess. And, and you know, look, bro, you grew up in Bensonhurst, right? Well, yeah, you grew up in Bensonhurst yeah. in Brooklyn. Where we grew up, man, on Beth Avenue, that was all Italians, you know. You're, you're going to get into a fight. You're going to get into a fight, but it's going to be with the wrong people who just... You know, if if you're not connected, you're gonna you're gonna catch a beating and sooner or so, later, yeah. That's kind that's kind of what happened. We were just some you know, dumb thirteen year old, fourteen year old punks, punk kids going so, around. And so
0: the question is, did mom ever notice?
1: No, no, she did not.
0: How did you not have like a bruise or a knot? I a...
1: I had a knot, but I guess mom just it, it blended well with my. Uh, I, I don't know. She just didn't notice, and I was more scared of that, of mine of
0: the greenout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That shit sucked, man. That sucked. So.
0: So, speaking of fights, <clears throat> MLB came back with another. I don't know how many proposals we're up to now. Four or five. <laughs> Dude, 17. I feel I feel like a child <clears> in a bad marriage. <laughs> I mean, they're my parents, and I love them both. Right, but they need to get divorced, and they won't. Yeah, they'll stay together for the kids, i.e., me, the fan, and they will continue to traumatize me because they're just they're continuing to fight about nothing. Well, at this point,
1: it's a full out petty war. It's yeah, pure, it's pure petty. What they need to do, baseball and the players' association, is stop leaking this information to Carl Ravitch and Jeff yeah. Passan and John Heyman and just fucking figure it out. If you really want to play, that's what you'll do. Because at this point, it's it, it feels to me like baseball is coming back with like these ridiculous offers with the intention of okay, we know Making that. Making the other guy look bad. Well, we know they're not going to agree to it, and since the players' association doesn't agree to it, then they're they're going to be looked at as the bad guy, and we just won't have a season. So I feel like that's what, and so it's just it it's just real it, it, it petty is, right it, it now. It is
0: it is like being a child with bickering parents, right? Yeah. And the bickering parents are telling us how shitty their spouse is, right? And you so, have no so, choice. So mom's coming to you and saying, "I offered him a, a prorated salary, and he won't take it." And then dad's coming up to you and saying, Well, I offered to take a pay cut and play more games and he won't and she won't take right. it. And it, it I mean, they go lock yourselves in the bedroom and yeah. fight behind closed doors and quit telling me about it. Because yeah. it's it and, and it is it is all an effort to get me, the child, i.e. the fan, to side with one or the other. And it's it's bullshit. Right. Because I, well, it, I th- the I think whole that, thing is bullshit.
1: I think at this point the fans are just fed up. I I don't think I don't think fans really care anymore. I think I, because fans, the deeper goes, the deeper this goes on. It, it reduces the games of the season, and I think people really have a problem with if this ends up being a forty-eight game season. Yes, we'll have baseball, but forty-eight games is is I don't I don't think people well, really want to see that. As
0: more and more sports come back, you're right. Fans are going to care less and less. Yeah? If, if this stretches. To August, right? Let's say they come up with, you know, they keep bickering and they wanted to have a 30-game season. And now we're getting into late July. No. Where the NFL starting training camp and stuff. Fans aren't going to care. Fans are just going to go. Phew.
1: And, you know, if, 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 you, if you guys have been following along, I've, I've, I'm with the players. Because you're a player. I'm a player. Oh, you're a playa. I'm a play Playa. play playa, playa. Listen, I side with the players. I think Rob Manford really dropped the ball here because you could have fucking given us baseball on July fourth. I mean, how more perfect would that have been, right? To give the fans I agree. America's pastime on Independence Day. In the midst of everything that's going on. Right. And remember, I, I, I said a while back, baseball is the one sport that needs to come back before all the other sports. It's going to hurt it. if it, it, it It's just, I don't know. It's really a shame because, I mean, you know, I think we're both baseball guys, right? Oh, yeah, above absolutely. all the other major sports, right? Of course, we watch all the major sports. But baseball, we, you know, we love so much and it's just a damn shame that, grown men like really grown men in their 50s and 60s right owners and and the players can't come to an agreement and it's uh it's just a shame i don't
0: i don't understand why the part that i really have not understood about this whole thing is the wide swings back and forth right uh, eighty-two games, you no, know, forty-eight games, mm-hmm. you no, know, hundred and sixteen. It's like they're purposely going further and further away from each other. Well, to make the other one seem like they're being unreasonable, and it's like, and and I do this, I do blame Manfred for. I realize that he is an employee of the owners, right? Effectively, he's hired by the owners, and, and I understand that's where his bread is buttered. But look, above all. You're supposed to look out for the good of the game. And if that means you piss off the owners, then so be it. But he should have brought those fools into into a, behind closed doors to the bargaining table and said, you guys aren't walking out of here until you have a deal. And he should have sat there in the middle with a black no. robe on and a gavel, right? No, I mean, really, he should have sat there with a black robe and a gavel and he should have said, okay, let's let's start. Safety measures. Okay. Games okay, salaries okay, revenue. Let's go. Let's you know, and, and I mean, and and don't leak stuff to the media. Let's just sit here and figure it out. And he hasn't done that, you know. And and, and it. Well, and, not, and they're missing out. You're right. They're missing out on a golden opportunity, a golden opportunity to be the first one back. And really, I mean, just. Flourish through the summer.
1: Can you imagine if they came back on July Fourth? Uh. Seriously, like, can you th- just think about that for a minute, right? Everybody's going to be either still at home working from home, right, or you'll have some jobs. Not everybody's going to be back working in an office setting, mm-hmm. right? Maybe mm-hmm. you know, it'll be staggered, but you'll you'll have the majority of
0: of everybody. You'll have still everyone's at home. attention, yeah, and because because what would they be competing against? They'd be competing against NASCAR, which runs once a week. They'd be competing against the UFC, once a week, once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. They'd be competing against European soccer. Okay, it's European. They wouldn't be. I mean, but the, but my point is that that would yeah, be the level right, of competition. Right, gotcha. It's not like they'd be competing with the NBA, yeah. which is you know every couple of days and as American as baseball, pretty much, right? I mean, they would have the stage. To themselves, yeah. yeah, and 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 unfortunately, they can't they can't get it right,
1: yeah. And another thing, and this kind of leads us into basketball, right? Because basketball is coming back, and they're finished they're planning on finishing the season, the NBA, in October. So for baseball, if they're talking about this supposed second wave of the virus you can't you it's going to affect the playoffs.
0: Yeah,
1: right? Because then you may not have any playoffs. So at least you at least squeeze in a season or right or whatever games right, or yeah, season. shut down
0: for a couple of weeks and, Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, so I, I don't know, man. It's uh it's greed at its finest.
0: Yeah, I don't even know that it's greed. I, I think part of it is this it, it it's this it's this love hate relationship. Actually, it's all hate. It's just this, you know. The owners want to break the union at every chance they get, and the players' association wants to flex as the strongest union in sports at every chance they get, and and that's what it, that's what it looks right. like to me. Yeah. And both sides are very resolute in in those goals because the owners the owners hate the power that the union has. And the union loves to flex. They're like, yep, we're the biggest, baddest union there is. And I swear to God, I think every single time they get into these arguments, they flex, and they kind of look over at, the, at football yeah. and the NBA and go, see, that's right. how it's done. Which
1: is a damn shame because I don't want to hear, and I agree with you, I don't want to hear ever again that it's about the fans because it's obvious that These owners, the commissioner, does not care about the fans. And to some extent, the players, too. The players don't either. Yeah. So, I I don't want to hear shit anymore about, you know, they care about the fans and, and all this other bullshit.
0: I said this in a tweet a couple of weeks ago when the first proposal came out. The instant, the instant in a labor dispute that one side or the other... Says it's not about the money. That is the instant that you know, one hundred percent, it is about the money. Right. Yeah. And and you know they've said it's not about the money oh, like four times already. And there you go. And that's why we have this fiasco.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe it's it's. I don't know. Maybe Speaking maybe this time it won't be about the money. Yeah. Whatever.
0: <laughs> watch watch what they do with this next proposal that's come out.
1: Well they have until Wednesday. The players have until Wednesday to I guess counter offer. <laughs> I mean Well
0: no, you know what they are going to do the same thing that the owners did to be assholes, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to say, "No, we reject it and we're not going to we're, we're not putting a counter offer." Yeah. And then they'll wait two or three days and then they'll put out a counter offer, which is what the owners did. Look, the owners rejected the uh, the players' deal and th- obviously by the sheer fact that they rejected it, it means they read it. They knew what was in there. Right. They knew what bullet points they did not like and where they wanted to change it. And so they could have come up with a counterproposal immediately, right? Immediately. They could have said, okay, well, our counterproposal is this. But no, they decided to wait three or four days to make everyone stew on the fact that we might not have baseball. So again, here I am, right? The child of these parents that should be divorced going... Oh, no, there's not going to be... Oh, no, my parents are getting divorced. Right? And, I mean, you said it earlier. They'll come to terms eventually. Yeah, just like children of divorced parents, we'll have Christmas and we'll exchange gifts. Like, everything's okay. But then as soon as Christmas is over, we'll be bickering again. And that's that's what's going to happen with these guys. They're going to bicker over and over and over again. And we're going to go through this shit every single time.
1: I'm going to go on record and say, if they have a 48-game season, I ain't watching that shit. And if the Mets... That's a lie. It, oh, no, it's not. If the Mets make it to the, to the playoffs, I'll start watching. <laughs> but 48-game season, I have zero interest. Zero interest. So
0: The only way that you will not watch it is if I bet you that you will. But I bet you no, you no. Will. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I
1: have no interest in a forty-eight game season. I think it's a you slap. In, I, game, I, anyway. I, I think it's a slap in the. It, it, who cares? Forty-eight games. <laughs> that's not even half a season. I mean, yeah, it's, that's only thirty percent. I mean, that's. I, I don't know. 48 uh, to me, forty-eight games is. Uh, is, not eno- is not enough. It's oh, not okay. enough. Is not enough.
0: I agree completely
1: The Nationals were like 19 and 31 through 40 something games last year yeah. So I don't think it's right I, I I don't think it's fair Not right I don't think it's fair for, for all 30 teams Well Well maybe except like Detroit and because here, Here's don't.
0: the thing I love my parents regardless So I will watch
1: Yeah well they're not games. my parents so fuck <laughs> them
0: <laughs> I am that child I love both of them I will watch it regardless because yeah. I'm a well. I'm a sports junkie.
1: Yeah, I am too. But I mean,
0: speaking of short seasons, the NBA is coming back.
1: Yes, they are.
0: Now the NBA has taken a very interesting approach, right? Well, you know, you know the details a little bit better than I do. Go ahead and explain how it's gonna. So they're work.
1: planning to start up uh, the season back up on July 31st. Uh, They're gonna have training camp, and I'm sure it's.
0: They got plenty of time. And I'm sure June.
1: And I'm sure this is music to your ears. I have not seen anything about exhibition games, so they They got time for that too. There might not be any exhibition games, but they're gonna start the season back up on July 31st. They're gonna play an eight game eight games with 13 teams, deciding for the for the last few spots in the in the West, and then. Nine teams in the East, so you got a total of twenty-two teams. They're gonna go by wherever the schedule left off, and uh, they're only playing the the those twenty-two teams in their last eight games. Right. So,
0: okay, someone has to explain to me why did we come up with twenty-two teams? Why not all thirty teams? someone has to explain to me <laughs> we were arguing about this earlier so if in those eight games where you pick up on the schedule if you have to play someone who is of those eight teams that are not in this little thing right you don't get you don't get a you don't get a forfeit win right you got to play another game but you, you yeah. go to do the next game on your schedule right why? If the NBA deemed eight teams so bad that you don't even get to come back for a little eight-game mini-season, then obviously that's a win for one of those teams that's in it. Like, okay, let's say the Bucs had three games left with teams like, I don't know, Cleveland, Atlanta, the Knicks. Right. Why shouldn't they get wins?
1: Because that's not games that they played.
0: Right, but... The NBA said these teams are so bad, we're not even going to let them play. You guys suck know. so bad, we're not even going to let you play. Instead... Wait,
1: don't you want to see sports? You want to see games, right? You don't want to see forfeits. That ain't sports. I agree. That happens agree. in Little yes, League.
0: I agree completely. But the fact of the matter is, if the NBA decided that these eight teams are so bad that they're not going to play, then they're forfeits. But they here, they and, can't forfeit And here's the other thing
1: They weren't even invited to Florida
0: Here's the other thing Why eight? Why not play the 15 games that were left? It's only seven more games That's two weeks
1: Because then they would have to play those shit Nobody, nobody wants to see the fucking Bucks play the Knicks
0: no, Look, no one wants to see the, Bucks I don't. Of the playoffs either But we're not getting rid of that
1: Look <laughs> I I think I think the playoffs in basketball is going to be a tad different even the first round. It's so
0: And here's the other thing. They're doing it with no fans. Right. I've been I've been I've been talking about this a lot. They got they're going to have to do something because personally, I would love to have microphones around the court so that I could hear Mm -hmm. All of the trash talk, the interaction between the coaches and refs and everything. But, the NBA wants to be a family product. And you know we can't have that on primetime. Because there may be a few expletives that are uttered during the course of a basketball game. Right. Between players. And so, how are they going to deal with that? My suggestion, do what they're doing in Germany. Pump in crowd noise into the arena. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's an option, I guess. I personally rather hear the trash talk. I'd rather hear the trash talk too, but you said that with no fans it would diminish the experience for you. So this is a way to make the experience better. Uh, Possibly. I mean... You don't don't think it would be better if they pumped in crowd noise?
1: No, because I know it's... Fake.
0: Yeah, but it's still crowd noise. Technically there is crowd noise. It's all the people sitting at home cheering for their team. Yeah, I mean I don't mean, you scream at the T V sometimes? Always. There you go. Ah, Speaking I don't know. of which, did you see um just to get off course a little bit, did you see the one I don't know if it was one Danish, I think, soccer team no. that made a big Zoom meeting? And put it on the jumbotron and let those people, and let let the communication from them come into the arena. Oh, so they're so they're sitting there cheering and stuff,
1: and the players can hear it. Yeah,
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Why? It's like having fans in the arena.
1: Free speech for the for the Zoomers.
0: Yeah, I mean it's no different than having them there.
1: Well, I mean I don't know if you fucking if you have me on a Zoom and I say hey fuck you LeBron. What happens? Are they going to fucking shut me off? LeBron yeah. gets to hear
0: that? Well, it's no different than you being at the arena. if you said, Well, no,
1: at the arena I won't say because I'll get thrown out in a, in a second.
0: Well, they probably do the same thing. Like, click. We'll hit the little X on your screen and you're gone.
1: I would you're sign up for that else. just to get a chance to cheer at a player that I don't like.
0: I, look, the basketball plan. Yeah, I don't know. I like the basketball plan because I like any plan that calls for sports. But I just don't understand why why they shut out those eight teams. Because nobody wants to see the
1: Hawks, the Cavaliers, the the Warriors. Nobody wants to see those teams, bro. Nobody wants to well, see That's that.
0: not true. Everyone wants to see the Warriors. Wa-
1: nobody wants. So
0: Steph Curry's done for the year.
1: No, trust me. The Warriors will be fine next year. They're resting up.
0: No, I know, but so no Warriors, really. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, they're liking the lottery.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to see those teams, man. I mean, no more of insanity. No, I guess that's it for him. See, Retiring.
0: That, that's terrible. I'm I'm fine with he it. He doesn't he doesn't get to, he not he doesn't get his last hurrah.
1: Show me the teams that are you know fighting for a playoff spot. That will make the games a whole lot better. Because the teams that are uh, the other eight teams that are not in it, they're just gonna lose on purpose to can fucking. Can we do tank. that
0: going forward? Can, like, so next year, as soon as the teams eliminated from playoff contention, can we just make them stop playing?
1: Well, no, because that's gonna affect revenue, so can't do that.
0: Doesn't this affect revenue? Right, less yeah. games.
1: You can't have thirty teams in a bubble. You can only have thirty-two. Twenty-two.
0: Twenty-two. That's what I said. 22. Oh, they
1: said thirty-two.
0: Yeah. 22. Can't you just make the bubble a little bit bigger? Nope. Now this is all gonna be in Orlando.
1: Orlando, yeah. The, so, yeah, I think how they have it worked out is the players can't visit Disneyland, which I think is kind of fucked up.
0: What? Now, the, what about what about the players from the other eight teams? Can they visit Disneyland?
1: No, they're excluded from Florida. They sent them to, like, a third world country.
0: <laughs> to make sure they don't come in? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I think the, the they're allowing the family members... For the playoffs to be in Florida And I don't think they can go to like Disneyland and shit like that either So it's <laughs> This is what's interesting to me
0: I love this stuff This is great
1: This is what's interesting to me You got players like Russell Westbrook Plays for the Thunder No he doesn't One of those twi- uh, For the Rockets One of those 22 teams You got DeMar DeRozan Plays for the Spurs One of those 22 teams I believe I believe so uh, you got players of that play for one of these twenty-two teams protesting, right? They're in the pro. They're they're protesting.
0: Protesting what?
1: Protesting George Floyd. Oh, all, all okay. This, okay. This, I, I thought you meant. Yeah. The, I thought you meant. Oh no, no! No 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 no. <clears throat> so,
0: what if they get COVID?
1: Well, that or so the season starts in a month and 2 weeks, a month and a half, a month and 3, three weeks. weeks, okay? So right now they're not they're not preparing for the season because no, they're, they're out just, there. They're so so, uh, so this yeah, but 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 this this stuff that's going on it's even if they weren't protesting, it affects them mentally. When you're actually out there in the protest I've never been to a protest, but I can only imagine what this whole protesting is all about mm-hmm. for these players that are actually in there protesting with the people, what you see what you feel, what you hear, what you guys talk about that's all mentally draining that's all mentally draining, so I kind of wonder the only one yeah. don't, don't i I kind of wonder how some of these players are are going to you know react once the season starts and they and they start playing the games and yeah, all that but, shit
0: but Alex that's, I mean and I agree with you it is it is a concern but that's no different than having a family member that's at, you know overseas serving in the military like you know when in Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever years ago that's no different than your wife being pregnant. Right, but the players There's, are
1: not, but the players don't, but no, but the players are in, are, pro, are walking, are I'm marching, what, but is again, what I'm saying. But
0: again, it, it's no different in the sense that they, you know, they're, they're real people, right? We, we, we often forget this in times of peace and harmony. We forget, you know, when things are kind of, quote unquote, normal, we forget that they're normal people. They have spouses, their dog shit's on the floor, they have family members that get sick and go overseas and pass away tragically. And I mean, it, it, it's, just, it's just life, right? It's kind of... And I know the protests are very different than other things that are going on in our lives, but, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, the protests are going on, there's a lot of players that are affected, Cody Stamen is a UFC fighter who fought on Saturday at UFC 250. His brother tragically passed away a few weeks ago. Is You know, the mental drain on him when he's going through losing his brother and the effect on his family is equally heavy as guys that are out there protesting. You know, I, I think it's, it's part of life. It's whatever. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's whatever. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it happens to a lot of players and the protests are not the only thing that weighs heavy on players' minds. There's other things, right? A sick parent, you know, you see players pass, you know, their parent, their dad passes away and they go out and play, uh, you know, just all kinds of stuff, right? Brett Favre played played a Monday night game, you know, a couple of days after his dad passed away. Uh, you know, those things weigh heavy and, and there's a lot of things that happen in people's lives, right? Yeah,
1: but I mean, these guys have been preparing for that fight, for that game of Monday Night Football. These basketball players, yeah, they may have been squeezing in a couple workouts, but it's not the same. I mean, they were in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and now they're they're marching. And then yeah. in a couple of weeks, they're gonna. It's 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 really not. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like no, but it's
0: but the, but 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 the but a, you, a you have to tune.
1: You have to retune yourself now. You know, Brett Favre was already. You know in the middle of a season yeah his dad passed away I'm real sorry but he was still you know in basketball shape playing well, basketball what happened, and all what that
0: during the off season?
1: well I mean well it's not it's you know it's well, stuff it's, okay. well,
0: it's tough for everybody I'm not I'm not I'm not diminishing what they're going through but I also understand that you know they're they're they're, they're people they're, they're normal human beings at the end of the day. With a you know a great God-given ability to to play basketball at an extremely high level, sure. But you know they have problems just like the rest of us do. Yeah, I, I think the NBA plan is uh, interesting. Um, and look, this is what I said about baseball, and I'll say it again: I I don't agree with everything about the NBA plan, but in times like this, when everything is so weird. You just got to throw your hands up and go, okay, let's go with it. Something that the MLB can't seem to do, right? Yeah. But I don't agree with little parts of the plan, but you gotta you gotta move forward somehow, right? And so, as much as I don't like it, like I, I think it's <laughs> the, the the only part of the plan that really bothers me is that they don't get the win against that not top twenty two team. You know what I mean? Like I think that's dumb because the schedule is what the schedule is. And if you and if you said if you deem those teams so bad they can't even come to the bubble, then it should be a win. But again, I'm I'd much rather have basketball with a plan with a few flaws in it than not have basketball at all. No. Something the MLB apparently is not learning, right? They want to have the perfect plan. The owners want to have their perfect plan. The players want to have their perfect plan. And, you know, there is no perfect plan. you got to compromise and come forward so that we can move forward. <clears throat> That's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you one question. And I wish he hadn't said anything because I was really curious what you would think. Kevin Durant said his season is over. He's not coming back. He didn't care about the playoff push for the Brooklyn Nets, who are in a playoff spot right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the situation is with Kyrie and his injury, mm-hmm. but what do you think about Kevin Durant? And again, assuming he's healthy enough to play, right? Because obviously if he's not healthy, then I wouldn't want him to play not healthy either. Assuming he's healthy enough to play, what do you think about him saying, nah, I'm not I'm not getting into this playoff push thing?
1: Um, I'm going to assume he's really close to being 100% healthy. I mean, he's been practicing for like five months already. So, I mean, uh, but I don't know. Part of me says I think he should be out there if he's ready, him and Kyrie, because the Nets are not on the outside looking in. They're they're like in the playoffs right now. It's only eight games. Um, But, you know, if he's also... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing this COVID maybe made him get a little setback because he got diagnosed, right? He, right, right. So yeah, yeah, that's maybe, true. maybe that was, was a little setback for him. Um, but I also look ahead a little bit. So, you know, he's coming off an Aquila's in- injury. We've seen a lot of players, you know, these like, he's over a year already, I think, or close to it, right? Well, like 12, yeah, 13 months. Finals, right? Yeah, so, I mean, you've seen players come back eight months, nine months, seven months. But an Achilles injury is, you know, I don't know. I, I, little... I'm okay with it at the end of the day because that's my team. And uh, I'd, I'd rather look forward to 2021 and, you know.
0: I, I kind of have a problem. I don't have a huge problem with it. I understand. And, and part of me, part, part of the reason I, ha- I, I understand is because I do kind of give him a pass with the whole COVID thing because I don't know how that will affect him. But I think he should come back and play the eight games, right? Because that's a pretty good, I mean, it's not a lot, but it's a good enough sample size to see if you can go in the playoffs, right? And to your point, they're in. You're right they they're not on the outside looking in so right now they are i mean the they, they're 6 games ahead of the 9 seed so they're, they're basically in so you have 8 games to see if you can play at that level because whether you've been working out or not or going through practices or whatever it's never the same right this is perfect for him to see if he can go, and if it turns out that hey, he's not right, not quite there, and you know the COVID thing maybe affected his cardio or whatever. Okay, then you shut him down. Fine, I'm okay with that. But I think it's I think the eight game play in thing is perfect for him to see if he can go. The other and thing is, it, and then and then think about it. If him and Kyrie can, can can come back right, let's say they play those eight games and they're they're fine, right? They're good to go. Now you really get to see if they can make hay in the playoffs. That would be an awesome story. It would be. Right? And as a Nets fan, I would love it. Oh, I yeah. would love it.
1: But the other thing to consider also is those guys, they haven't played together the whole season, especially Durant. Right. And they don't have a coach, right? Jacques Vaughn is their coach, and... You know these. I'm sure these guys haven't spent a lot of time together. They haven't practiced together.
0: Dude, you it's don't know how KD this, and Kyrie yeah. just roll the ball out there. Yeah, true. <laughs> let,
1: let let them let them coach the team. I'm 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 cool let with it. Let them run. I mean, let them run it themselves. Look at the end of the day. I always knew that this was going to be a Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving decision. Whoever the Nets coach is going to be is going to be a Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant decision. Then playing is going to be their decision. Everything is their decision, and uh, you know Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, both are probably top five, top seven players in the NBA. I I'll, I don't care if let quite, them come back healthy next quite, year. Quite
0: frankly, I think you saying that, and and I agree with you, is the reason why they're not going to win the whole thing.
1: Not this year, no. No,
0: not next year either, or the year after. Well, I don't I don't think I don't think KD and Kyrie are going to win an NBA championship together. I don't even think they're going to make the finals. Not I think maybe. they're going to be really good because they are incredible talents. But in order to get over the hump, you have to have a cohesive team unit. And those two right kind of run their own show. Well, the way the way they're, you have that... are not going to have a coach. The that, way you have
1: that yeah. is with the right coach. So Kevin Durant already played with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, who demand the ball so much. Now, they don't have that type of diva attitude that Kyrie Irving has. But, you know, it, it's going to take the right coach. That's all. And, yeah. if, and if you have the right coach, like if you have a Greg Popovich, I mean, that fucking cures everything.
0: Right, right. So right. No, know. absolutely. Remember we talked about this during the last dance that Phil Jackson kind of didn't get a lot of credit back in the day because they thought, oh, yeah, just roll the ball out there and right. Jordan, Pippen, and, and Rodman will win you basketball games galore. But he, he really did play a very key role. And Steve Kerr done the same thing, obviously, with the Warriors. And I fear that the Nets, depending on just the talent of Kyrie and KD to, to win them championships is not going to be enough. They're not going to go out there and get the right coach. They're not going to go out there and get the right complementary pieces. And that's why I don't think they're ever going to make it to that next level. No. And that's just my opinion at this point. But, I mean, yeah, if, if they... If all of a sudden you put and this won't happen, but if Steve Kerr all of a sudden is is, you know, coaching the nets, holy shit, right? Yeah. Um Popovitz, right? Uh heck if you got Phil Jackson out of retirement, I think it'd be yeah. it'd be amazing. Yeah. Although he's probably he's not, you know He would have
1: old. to coach from home.
0: Yeah. Like through a Zoom Zoom meeting. Yeah. yeah. They'd have to put him on the jumbo chime. That he, guy can't fucking walk. He, well, yeah. A, physically it's tough on him. And B, I think he's, you know, he, he's done everything he wants to do. And it's hard to get him his fire lit. Yeah? So.
1: Unless you throw $10 million at him. I, I'm pretty sure he'll start walking then. I mean,
0: throw $10 million <laughs> at me, I'll go coach him. I think I could coach the Nets for $3 million.
1: No, you can't. They'll fucking
0: run you out. Dude. I'll walk in there with a whistle. They'll listen to me. I'll tell them straight up, the fight starts when you get close enough to hit me. <laughs> you going to fight the players? If I have to. Who are you, Bobby Knight? All you got to do, look, you don't have to fight them all. You have to fight one.
1: Yeah, well. Once there's they know, 15 of them. Once they
0: know, and look, they're all taller than me. They know, I mean, nut height. Don't fuck <laughs> with me, man. <laughs> Ah, do you have anything else? Uh, no nah, man. Did That's you watch, uh, it. Be Water, the Bruce Lee uh, for yeah. last night? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was cool. I
1: mean, you know, there was there's a couple of things in there that, that I didn't know about Bruce Lee, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool, I guess. I mean, I liked how they didn't show none of the people who were narrating that thing.
0: At the end they showed At them all. the end they
1: did, right. But while they were talking you know, they they didn't show them so
0: Yeah, I thought that was an interesting way of doing that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's gotta be a little different. Yeah, I, I mean when
0: you watch in a documentary every week, yeah. yeah. It's gotta be a little um, different.
1: Yeah. I mean it's
0: it was um it was it was too much Hollywood for my liking. No. It felt more like a it felt like they just focused on his his Hollywood life and being an actor and that was a big part of who he was right um I, I wanted to see more of his philosophy and martial arts and things like that because I thought, I find that more interesting but I was really you know I was really impressed I've, I've been a Bruce Lee fan since I was a little kid I'm impressed with him as a philosopher and you see those clips of of him talking and how he thinks about you know the whole "be water comment mm-hmm. and, And the comment about being a human, and you know, how you know they asked him what he thought about being looked at as an Asian American and things like that, and and it's funny that it could apply to today, right? Yeah, the marginalization of Asian Americans, right? And this is what we're talking about now: the marginalization of people of color, and it's amazing how. We have basically the same problems we had in the 60s and 70s. And here we are, you know, 60, 50, 60 years later, we still have the same All Right. When are we going to learn? You know, that was was the part that really struck me. It felt like, it was almost like they, it's almost like ESPN knew that this was going to happen. And they put this documentary right Mm -hmm. here for us to watch. It was really amazing, I thought. The timing was eerie almost.
1: Well, you know, next week will be pretty parallel to what's happening now, right? With the McGuire and Sosa, right? They cheated. The government cheats us. It's all parallel to what's going on, man. I think they, I think they're on to something.
0: I want to know what's after McGuire and Sosa. Mm. Yeah, I think the, I think McGuire and Sosa is two weeks. Yeah. Which you know, I'm all in on the documentaries, man. I mean, shit, shit stops for me on Sunday night. Yeah, I, like, I kind I of, I don't
1: know man, after the last dance it's like,
0: man. I mean, it,
1: what, what do we not know about McGuire and Sosa, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you said the same thing about the last dance, you said the yeah, same but, thing about Bruce Lee. You yeah, but the there was thing a lot of th- things,
1: I'm I know, there was some good stuff that I didn't know about, but it's not enough to, about the last dance and about Bruce Lee, but it's, you well, know, other I than think, that, like part of it, I'm like, right. oh my god, I didn't know. <laughs> like, oh my god, could you believe Bruce Lee was born in San Fran? <laughs> like,
0: was that movie. your reaction? No, no, <laughs> like, yeah, but I think part of it too. Oh my god,
1: that is Rodman fucking asked for time off. Can you fucking Bruce believe Lee? that? Like, it's like, eh, what? Like, I was does like, su- this Does it surprise me? <laughs> No, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's fucking Dennis Rodman. Like
0: no, but I think um, I think part of it too, or for me at least, part of it too is that throwback, right? Of what was going on in those times, and I think that's part of what makes it interesting for me. I enjoy that look back. Uh, Because obviously you don't remember everything, you're a little bit younger than I am. You know what the
1: NBA and baseball and hockey and well, football is is not going on, but baseball, hockey, and basketball should have done throwback day since they cancelled their seasons. And just show the best games for that day... You know, with on on this date. Well,
0: that that would be awesome. The NBA's been doing that on Sundays. They've been showing games from different finals from previous years. Yeah, but
1: they're they're fucking milking the shit out of the Cavs and Warriors and the fucking Heat and then the Spurs and I mean recency bias. I don't, I don't, you know, so that's That's what I'm saying. Like on this date, like today, June whatever today is, June eighth. Show the best games of baseball that happen in June 8th whenever. Whatever you think is the best game. And then June 8th, if the finals game was played today, show the best game ever that was played on June 8th for the NBA. That would have been. And it, and it would have, you know, it would have been like, man, this is happening now. You
0: know, I think that would have been cool. But that's just me. Well, that's what they're doing on Sundays. They're showing you great NBA finals games. Yeah. That, are, that include LeBron James. Right. <laughs> Fuck LeBron. Yeah, they don't go very far back, do they?
1: Yeah, I guess. uh, Then again, LeBron's been in the league,
0: what, 15 years?
1: Well, that and they probably don't want to show you SD videos. That's, yeah. They have to be, you know.
0: You know what I want to see? I would love to see. I want to see the game where Kermit Washington knocks out Rudy Tomjanovich. That was a regular season game. Apparently that was, I mean, Kermit Washington broke Rudy Tomjanovich's his face oh. I want to see that game
1: Rudy Tomjanovich Coaching or playing? Playing Oh playing Just from the 70s See or show that
0: Yeah Show some old stuff Even if it's grainy Who cares Like I'd love to see A classic Boston Philadelphia game With Bird and, and Dr. J
1: Yeah I'm sure they had one In April or May Of the playoffs One year Show that They used to meet In the conference finals Yeah there I agree go. with you There you go See <laughs> You got anything else, buddy? That's it, man. You want a shout out? Uh, no. Shout out, Colin Kaepernick. Predicting the future. Predicting the future? Predicting the future. That's right.
0: Hmm.
1: Somebody needs to mention his name. I mean, shit.
0: I, I miss where he predicted the future. I think he wanted the Told future. Talked about to be the future. He wanted the future to be better.
1: That's right. And everybody fucking ignored him. I'm not ignoring him. Shout out to you, Colin Kaepernick.
0: My shout out goes out to Amanda Nunes, who, she's the greatest MMA fighter. She's the greatest female MMA fighter for sure. And she may be one of the greatest MMA fighters ever. She defended her 145 belt on Saturday, thoroughly dominating Felicia Spencer for five rounds. Never in doubt. I mean, she looked like, she looked like she was fighting a kid at times. It was really kind of, it was just incredible. She was
1: holding back. Uh, yeah, there's you know. no way she was going all and, out
0: and you know when when they when they stopped the fight i think in the 4th round to have the doctor check spencer i think amanda was about to finish the fight right there and and you know obviously she missed out on that opportunity because felicia spencer got a little chance to recruit and recover a little bit but you know she's a 135 champion she's a 145 champion she beat the 125 champion twice i mean She's the greatest female fighter there is. Shout out to Amanda Nunes.
1: Who else is there left for her to
0: fight? I don't... I mean... I don't know. I mean, I... She's got... Yeah, yeah, I'm to the point where I don't... The only person I want to see her fight is Valentina Shevchenko at 125. And I'd like to see her go all the way... I don't know if she can, but if she could, go all the way down to 125 and take her belt too. Or try to take her belt. Because there's no one at 135 and there's no one at 145. I mean, there's... No one.
1: I think this is when you test out a female versus a male. Fuck no, it. No, you can't do that. Fuck it. No. Equality. This is what equality is about. Put a fucking female against a male no, no, and no. have them fucking fight. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, she no, almost a, looks like a fucking guy. mine a terrible
0: well, idea. I'm, I'm all for it, man. No, 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 I'm no. all for it. A, it'll never happen. And B, I'm glad it'll never happen. <laughs> never, ever have women and men fight. Yeah, that, no. That's a terrible idea. I'll definitely
1: watch that. I'll start watching oh, UFC watch if it. they do it. <laughs> I'll start watching UFC if they I'll do I'll watch shit. it because
0: I'll watch any, any, I mean, I'll watch a fight. A sanctioned fight, I will watch it. But anyway, that's that, folks. With that, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. As always, if you want to reach out to us, you can email the show at sports 10 at gmail.com. sports 10 at gmail.com. If they want to get a hold of you, Alex, how do they do that?
1: On Twitter at BrooklynGaucho1.
0: And you can get a hold of me on Twitter as well at EMontana21. Thank you for watching the podcast, listening to the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, however you choose to watch or listen to your podcast. And as always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.